Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to this week's edition of The Thought Police with me, Mike Graham, and him, Kevin O'Sullivan. Kevin, you know, it's been a couple of weeks since we did that great show in Putney, and uh, I'm delighted to say that as of this Friday, uh, there is a live stream available of that show. And do you know what? I think it's the best show we've ever done. It was good, actually, uh, and uh, there was a really good live audience there. And, Very good. Uh, and I know a fair few people wanted to come, but for various reasons couldn't make it. So here Well, we George. nearly didn't fucking make yeah. it. Thanks <laughs> to that fucking, that fucking cunt Sadiq Khan and his fucking trains, <laughs> fucking, yeah, yeah, trains policy. I've got a new policy on trains. Let's not fucking run any. Yeah. yeah. Eh? Yeah. What a total asshole. he is. Absolute uh, wanker. By the way, he's been over in America declaring that he wants to make London a marijuana-free uh, law no, zone. No, he wants to make, make, he wants to make parts of Lewisham. He want, in parts of Lewisham, yeah. south-east London, he wants to make cannabis legal. I've got bad news for What's him. What's the point? Mayors all... can't pass laws. No. Mayors can't make things legal or illegal yeah. in terms of crime. So at the moment, it's a crime to possess or smoke cannabis, and uh, there's nothing he can do to make that Has anyone different. told the people that live in Lewisham? Because whenever I go to Lewisham, we can fucking Everybody's smell fucking the stone there They're anyway. all fucking stoned out well, of their mind. Yeah, so what exactly? difference will it make that fucking wanker khan also Kent. goes he flies all the way to la massive great carbon footprint uh to uh, try to have a fact-finding mission on how to make london even greener well i've lived in los angeles you don't learn many green lessons there it's fucking you can eat the air it's so fucking polluted well also there's 16 fucking levels of traffic you know 16 lanes of traffic on the san diego freeway which are basically rammed about six hours of the fucking day. Four or five. Yeah. However, it's not as bad as driving around London. You know, the Americans don't know anything about traffic jams. They should come to here where we have proper traffic yeah. jams. Well, fucking LA is actually a joy to drive around. But it wasn't when I was fucking there. It fucking is. It's all bullshit. It's just well, in the it's of, stupid yeah. Californians going, oh, what do you think about traffic? It's all bad. Have you ever fucking tried driving from Piccadilly to Holborn on a Friday night? Good luck with that, you yeah, cunts. I know, absolutely right. But I mean, at least they haven't got as many fucking as we've got that's another story altogether <laughs> true, but you know true. let's talk about that actual uh, show that we did in Putney you can get it uh, buy tickets for it uh, on the Thought Police Twitter account that's where you find it and if you join Patreon you'll get an early shout as to when all this stuff is available yeah. so don't forget to do that but in the meantime uh, what I can tell you is that basically here we are sitting now talking about what we did there and one of the things that I thought went really fucking well by the way mm-hmm. um, was and I think it was Pooch's idea actually because yeah, we can't claim it uh, was to talk about sex problems 
uh, that we read out from Dear Deirdre in the Sun, um, and we tried to sort of answer some of them. Give us a flavour. Well, that I'm going like. to I'm going to read out uh, one of the letters uh, that. So basically, Dear Deirdre gets all these letters from people with various problems to do with their love lives, and uh, she gives her answers. So. Pooch had the idea that we would reach out the problem, we would read out the problem letters and then give our own solutions to the problem. Yes. Uh, so this is the letter that Dear Deirdre got. This is one I liked. Uh, Dear Deirdre, everything seemed to be going so well with a woman I'd been seeing until I couldn't get an erection. <laughs> I- <laughs> Just laugh at the guy with his droopy cock. Uh, I'm 23. <laughs> 23 and he can't get it up. He's got, he's problem. got problems. He's got a massive uh, problem. I'm t- <laughs> Perhaps it's not massive. That's his problem. I'm 23 and she's 24. We've been dating for just a few weeks, but I think she's the one for me. Clearly fucking not. Uh, I'd been dying to rip her clothes off, but then couldn't get an erection. Yeah. Ever since I met her, I'd been dying to rip her clothes off. There, there it is again. But when I finally got my chance, I couldn't get an erection. She didn't seem to mind, but I'm not convinced. Yeah, trust You're me. You're right not she to be good. It, yeah. She's she, fucked off with you, mate. She fucking minded, That mate. was earlier this week. I've tried masturbating since and it didn't work. <laughs> what a fucking wanker. Well, so he can't even wank himself off? this guy uh you, no no exactly he can't even fucking wank himself Has he got properly. a fucking medical problem this bloke yeah he's just got a useless cock that doesn't fucking work helmet. Uh, so he has goes, he ever heard of viagra yeah we're we're, we're supposed to meet again this week but uh, <laughs> if i fail to please her for a second time running i can't see her sticking with me this has never happened to me before could the antibiotics i'm taking for my <laughs> chest infection be affecting me downstairs so i guess well, that, a bit. If he's got a fucking chest infection, I'm sure that's probably not helping him. You don't normally feel like shagging yeah. if you've got a chest infection, do you? Yeah. Uh, hey? well, 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 I don't know. I, well, actually, I, I'm, not, I'm trying to remember if I've ever had a chest infection. Have you ever fucked so, anyone when you've been really ill? Usually been have, you ever, have you ever fucked anyone when you've been really ill? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even have a cut-off point. Even when they actually die, I still think they're fuckable. Yeah. So uh, I like to once. get them terminally ill, I fuck my them just once. before they die, yeah. and then fuck them after they die. Yeah, that. This isn't Deirdre's answer, though. She says, erectile dysfunction can certainly occur when fighting an infection with antibiotics, but everything should be working again within a week of you finishing them. If this remains a problem, should be talk to your again. GP to rule out any medical causes. In the meantime, it is worth remembering you can bring a partner to climax without a lasting erection. Uh, so that's Deirdre's answer. I can tell you, uh, if you uh, buy the live show, uh, live stream, uh, available next uh, on Friday, uh, Friday, Friday, four quid, yeah, go good to bargain, yeah. uh, that you'll discover that our answer to this guy's oh. solution was slightly different. Yeah. Uh, by the way, just quickly... Maybe he's maybe higher the Talking services. about, like, fucking people who are dead. Uh, the, the, the next Dear Deirdre letter, which I think we also cover in the live show... My girlfriend and I are only together because I told her I'm terminally ill and I don't want my secret to ruin us. How can I make this situation work? I think you it's prob- can't. It's probably a bit fucking late yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. You know when I told you I was terminally ill in order mm. to persuade you to let me fuck you? Right. I was lying. Are we okay? Are yeah. we cool? He could, no. I mean, he could claim, couldn't he, that he was cured or something. I admire this guy, yeah. entrepreneurialism. I mean, that really is. I mean, there's so many lies that you can tell when you're with a woman. Yeah. That's not one of the best ones to tell because unless you're going to fuck off mm. after about a month, 
If you're going to pretend that you still love her and be yeah. with her, it's all very well using that kind of rubbish to just get into bed with somebody. But you've got to fuck off. You can't go back, can you? Well, I, I mean, you've got I've to just make the I, most of it. Yeah, I've, I've always found it difficult to kind of use these kind of excuses. I'm dying. Please let me fuck you. And I, I, I it's think, not, it's I not think great it's sh- for No, but I think that sort of thing's shameful, which is why I always use a machine gun. And I say that <laughs> unless you fuck me, I'll shoot you, you cunt. <laughs> that works. Well, that's true. Very true. Um, one of the things that uh, also has been said <laughs> over the course of the, uh, of the last several weeks and months is that, you know, we are verging on what can only be described as incredibly offensive material to some women. And I All just right. want to apologise for some of the things that Kevin says because, you know, he's actually not as horrible as he is. I'm giving you uh, a disclaimer um, some women this like is, Kevin. This is Mike Graham trying yeah. to look after his uh, so-called career. No, no, I'm not trying to look after my career. Yeah, I'm trying to look are. after yeah, your yeah. career, actually. Yeah, bollocks. No, I'm not trying to look after anybody's got to, I career. Got you. I got no, your I'm number. Just, no, I'm just simply saying to people <laughs> that you're not as horrible <laughs> as you make you're out. You're trying to no. be nice to women. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm you not. Are. No, because I'm nice to women. You're the one you who know said, as well as I do. You're the one who said you shouldn't call women a cunt, to which my question was, well, what if they are a cunt? Yeah, well, that's different, as I've said to you many times. You did say you shouldn't call a woman a cunt. I did, but I also said... Because I, th- I think it's an offensive term. Why should it be sexist term. to I think uh, feel no. it's okay to call I, no, a bloke a cunt no, and do. not a woman? Yeah, I think that's You're fine. You're a shameless fucking sexist. No, I'm not. And you clearly don't respect women. No. By calling women cunts, I've, I respect them. Yeah, no, you don't. And no, it's I fine. do because I, I'm well, an equal opportunity cunt No, caller. but the women don't like you as much as they like me. That's why you're <laughs> genuinely bitter think, about yeah, it. But yeah. that's fine. It's okay. Yeah. I'll tell you something. fucking fancy about it, I'll tell you to... Well, I am actually. I'll tell you something to lighten the mood, right? Did you know that there's now been a study done uh, in which it says that women apparently prefer people who have uh, got money. Fat and ugly. As opposed... Well, no, they don't care if they're fat and ugly. Well, clearly, as, in your case. Well, no, they don't. As long as they've got money, they are more successful with women than people who haven't got money. Well, I now, got this money. comes as no great surprise to me. i got money. But you're not very successful with women, are you? How do you know? Well, I, well, because you're not. What, what do you mean by that? Well, because I know that you're not. What, what, what do you mean? Well, you've told me you're not. I've not, I've not ever told yes, you, you have. That. You said you, you asked me for advice once, and I, I said, "Look, I did I'm not, not. I wouldn't I'm fucking not. ask you for oh. advice on sex as long as I got a fucking hole in my ass." Have you got a hole fucking in your ass? Father to millions. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, listen. As you've just very ably uh, shown, you're very sensitive in this area. So I'm not sensitive in this fucking area. I don't want to get into it with you. What I'm saying to you is, why do you think women? I'm not going to sit here. Why going, do you think? Hey. By the way, I'm brilliant with women. You don't know my story. No, I don't. Well, you can if you, you want. You don't know my fucking story. I don't know your story because you keep it very close to your chest. But I'm, asking, I'm trying to ask you a genuine question. What do you think uh-huh. of why women are, in fact, more attracted to men with money? than they are to men who have no money. Why do you think that is? I know why they're more attracted to me than you. Yeah. Because I'm better looking than you. But you see, you can't let it go now, can you? We're trying to have a proper conversation about well, women. It's true, though, isn't it? But you've become, you've made it all personal now. I'm definitely better looking than you. Well, you might think that, but I mean... He's, he's not denying it, is he? My point is... No, let's go no, to my, your question. It's a good is, question, Mike. It is my a point good is question. it doesn't matter for a man. I mean, women say this to me all the time. It's a lot easier for men because it doesn't matter what you look like, Right. Women have to worry about this all the time. They have to worry it's been about the guiding aging. principle of your they, life. Isn't they it? have to worry about aging. They have to worry about whether they look as good as they did when they were younger. They have to worry about whether their tits get a bit saggy. They have to worry about whether their arse you gets have to a bit worry large. About that, though, don't you? I don't know. That's my point. You see, you're making my point for me. Right. I don't have to worry about how I look because it doesn't affect how <laughs> really? successful I am with women. So why is that? That much we know. Why well, is you're that? Right. Let's go. Let's treat this seriously. It is a good point. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we'll get lambasted. 
you, you can only in present company where we actually have a rule we're allowed to say what we think as opposed to self-censoring yes. yeah uh, the truth is women are attracted to men with power and money yes uh, end of because they genuinely find it sexy yeah you're right but you're it's right. actually I agree, I agree. but it's actually a biological reaction you know women will become mm. sexually aroused when they meet somebody, regardless of how fucking ugly they are, right? And I, I find it extraordinary. I find it amazing. And I'm, you know, quite happy to admit that I've categorically fucking, you know, cashed myself in on that on many regular... I mean, I have no right to go out with anybody, right? But I fucking, you know, have no... Well, you're all right. I'm, when you were younger? I looked very good looking when I was younger. Well, I wouldn't go but that I'll tell you, uh, far. That's not overgill the But let me tell you a story of how I mean, this, you, you this translates. You complete gargoyle. Let me tell you a story of how this translates into the real world. A mate of mine um, runs a bar, and uh, he decided he needed a new barman. Right. Barman stroke bar woman, right? Yeah. So he thought he'd put an advert in the local paper yeah. um, and on a line and stuff, and some people uh, turned up. And the only people that turned up were women, because right. apparently women are more keen to work at this particular bar. So he said, right, he said, I'm going to give you a test to see whether you're trustworthy or not. Mm. So he said to the first woman, he said, I'm going to give you 100 quid. It's going to be left on the bar. What do you do with it? The first woman pocketed the entire fucking money, yeah. all of it. Didn't say anything to this. She said, I would pocket it. I wouldn't tell you. He said, all right. Second one said, I would keep 50. Yeah. And then I'd give you the 50 and say somebody left this all on right. the bar. Uh, uh. Third one, put it all into the till and said, well, of course, I'm a very honest woman. I would give all of the money to the pub, to yeah. the house. The house right. gets the money. Yeah. Who got the job, though? Do you know who got the job? Go on. The one with the big tits. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I mean, of the I'm world. Sorry. That's the way of the world. I'm you sorry. See. That is the way of the world, and that is unfortunately how most people see it. Now, before we go any further, I've just got to tell you about our favourite sponsor, who are of course Manscaped, because they've got okay, some go. summer goods coming your way. They've got some summer goods coming your way. It says here your shirts are off, the sun is shining, and your balls are smooth, right? Right. Your friends at Manscaped are here to make sure your beach balls are as smooth as Floridian sand. Nice. Right? So you want to kill some cold beers, go to some barbecues, mm -hmm. but you don't want to kill the vibe. I don't think I'd ever do this with pubes peeking out of your swimming trunks. No, you don't want to do that. You don't no. want to do that. So it's they've got a, a performance look. package 4.0 to keep the party going, right? Uh -huh. It's going to be a very refreshing summer. And here's what you get. The Manscaped Performance Package 4 has got everything. It's right. got the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Good. the Weed Whacker. Good. It's got an ear and nose trimmer, the cool. Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold it all in. And do you know, if you're a listener to this uh, podcast, you get 20% off yep. plus free shipping. All you've got to do is go to manscaped.com and use the code POLICE. Right. So that's 20% off plus free shipping with the code POLICE at manscaped.com. This is the summer to turn your package into the full package with Manscaped. And uh, it is good stuff. It uh, is good we stuff. We wouldn't push it to, to we can, you. If, you know, if, we if would we not push you uh, towards anything that we didn't it like. It is good stuff, quality stuff. Seriously. And if you don't like that and you haven't got enough, you can also get nail cutters, tweezers, grooming scissors, all sorts of different bits and pieces. It's all really high-quality stuff, stuff, and I, I would highly recommend it. A lot of people who listen to this podcast actually have availed themselves of it, and I'm very happy to say that. Very good, happy to good, tell you good. that. Good, good. Well, uh, we recommend it highly. Now, have you seen this video that's doing the rounds this week about the giraffe with bad legs? It's got legs like the wrong way around. His legs are like the wrong way around. So it looks really weird, right? So it's walking towards you, but it looks like it should be walking away from you. <laughs> I, know, I can't quite explain it, but the, the knees bend the wrong way. 
Have you ever seen the giraffe's knees? Is it like knees? a baby giraffe? Because the fucking baby giraffes, they have like really weird, like, like it's splayed like, it's like legs bandy, anyway. It? Yeah, it's like yeah. when you see, like, But this deer. is a genuinely deformed... This is a gen- I don't think it's genuinely deformed. Well, if their or... fucking knees are the wrong way around, it's deformed, isn't it? Well, I suppose. But, you know, we don't use that kind of language anymore, do we? It's well, just differently... deformed, isn't it? It's differently formed. Differently formed? Oh, fuck off! What? Woke cunt. I mean, that's deformed. a bit harsh. I was just trying to fucking explain yeah. to you that some, you know, giraffes are not born like other giraffes. Spaz giraffe. Yeah, well, you know, is, I that, is that is that uh, the politically correct term? Um, I think it is. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's that's entirely. Draft. It's a medical term. Um, do you remember our good friend Ian Markham Smith? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the right? man who was the wrong way round. He was it, actually inside born. out bloke. This is a bloke who was born. He's, he wasn't he was, like, he was, he was a little cunt. No, he wasn't a very nice bloke actually. But we kind of tolerated and, him. And he, he was, was he was short. And he was born, believe it or not, with his feet round the wrong fucking way. Yeah, yeah. Right? And his heart was on the wrong side of well, his body. The story of the fucking um, whole thing was yeah, that once right. when somebody uh, told no, me the story, true. somebody <laughs> told me the story, but you've already fucking ruined it now. You know, you fucking dickhead. Well, um, no, because I've, I've set it up. You'd have to explain that first. Well, no. Well, when he was telling the story, I mean, I literally could barely stop pissing myself laughing. We were standing in a bar somewhere. I don't know where it was. We were all on a story, and he was explaining how he'd had his feet basically crushed with a hammer when he was born, and they turned them around the other way, right? <laughs> Fucking, he walked fine. And then uh, I was he telling, I was, that was a mistake. and I was retelling the right story, the and I was retelling the story to someone, and they went, "Well, at least his heart was in the right place." I said, "Well, actually, it fucking wasn't. It, fucking it was, was in the wrong fucking place." It, it, stupid yeah, little it cunt. Literally, it literally, all his internal organs were the yeah, wrong way around. They were well. the wrong way. Everything was fucking fucked up. Yeah. Which, which, which tells you actually, back in those days when he was born. Medical science wasn't what it is today. Yeah. I'm amazed he survived. Yeah. He was deformed. Is he still alive? Uh, no, he died. Uh, oh, well. Never mind. Thank Christ, he was a right <laughs> little cunt. I tell you, the main reason I thought he was a cunt because he was deformed. Can't stand you see, deformed again, people. Can't you see, stand deformed cr- You can't say that. Either. You can't say that. Look at this cunt. You fucking can't say that. <laughs> I'm trying to fucking keep you fucking on the air. <laughs> I mean, you know, at some this point or other... It's satire, Mike. It's satire. It's not satire at it all. It fucking is no, satire. No, it's cruel. It's cruel. You're the cruelest man I fucking ever met. Well, it's yeah, a shocking I mean, I'll, I'll accept that. I'll accept Let's that. Let's talk about Harry and Meghan now, because we're coming well, nearly... We, we can be... The, the, I mean, they're a couple of cunts. Well, they are they? a couple of cunts. I don't mind calling them that. Now, what do you think is going to happen, right, when they pitch up at Buckingham Palace for the fucking big day? And they're closely followed by about 15 people from Netflix, right? What do you <laughs> think is going to happen? The fucking you great know, film as they, crew. As they try and fucking muscle their way through the past the sentry boxes, what do you think is going to happen? Uh, uh, excuse me, have you got a pass? Well, uh, the fucking palace have said that if they try that, they've got these heavies standing by to stop them filming. That would be fucking brilliant, wouldn't it? So <laughs> Harry and Meghan end up having a scuffle, a fight with the, with the palace bodyguards. I mean, I can't see Harry really being much of a fighter, can you? Yeah. Uh, you know, well, there's I suppose he was in Afghanistan. Yeah, but yeah. he's well, everyone says he was in Afghanistan. And I'm sure. <laughs> and I'm hey, sure you're he, saying he wasn't. I'm saying he was there for a photo opportunity. And you're not going to tell me that seriously they allowed the fucking heir to the throne, albeit that he was now number four or five, to fly in a fucking helicopter where he could be shot down by the fucking Taliban. No what? fucking way was he. A mate, of mine, a mate of mine, I went. I to don't s- believe a word. A mate of, of mine, it. I went to school with. He was a fucking helicopter pilot in the, uh, not a pilot. He was a navigator in a helicopter oh, yeah. in the Falklands. And guess who the uh, pilot of Prince was. Andrew? Yes, it was. And uh, so he went to the Falklands, and I said, uh, "So how was the Falklands War for you, Clive?" And he said, "Well." 
We were never in much danger. Yeah, exactly right. Prince Andrew was hailed a fucking hero. Yeah, he spent you know, all the time like moving cargo from one dock to another. Yeah, and fucking presumably smuggling fucking uh, teenage girls into the well, I don't, I don't know about into that. Into the but, old uh, cockpit. But, the, you know, the, I don't know. I mean, you can't really cast too many aspersions, but uh, it is fairly well known that when we send royals to war, we don't try to put them in too much harm's way. Well, this is my point about Afghanistan. You know, do you remember there was a big fucking um, hush hush production around Harry being in Afghanistan? And I remember suddenly it was revealed. You, you were, I think we were both on the mirror at the time. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly the pictures started coming through, and it was all pictures of Harry looking through a fucking rifle sights and shooting people that didn't exist, getting into a <laughs> helicopter, flying around. Yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, it was yeah. a great PR job. Yeah, it was. But I don't think for a fucking minute, I don't believe for a second that he was ever in any fucking danger. Because they couldn't. Imagine if he'd been killed in Afghanistan. Who would get the shit for that? The fucking government, the MOD, and the fucking army. That's yeah, a, that's I mean, not. I, a, I think you have to be. You know, I, I, I don't want to protect or defend him in any way. You have to be slightly careful here. But my, I agree with you, Mike. My, my suspicion would be uh, that there was a big operation to make sure Harry didn't get killed out there. Yeah. Uh, so perhaps he didn't take part in the conflict the way other soldiers did. I mean, this is the same bloke who thinks he's too dangerous to come to Chelsea. Yeah, fucking you cunt. Because somebody might try and kill me. He's, I mean, apparently they've said now they're trying to spin. The story mm-hmm. that you know. Well, of course, we never wanted to be on the balcony with the Queen. Oh, really? That's well, such fucking shit. Well, fucking isn't it? Netflix did. You fucking lying piece of yeah, shit. Of course, of course, they, they wanted fucking to be did. On the fucking balcony. The only reason he wants to be part of the fucking royal family, right, is that there's money in it. He knows there's money in it, and he's not going to fucking walk away from the money if he can help it, is he? Yeah. What anyway, the, why the fuck it? Since it's the Platinum Jubilee. Uh, it's all the uh, festivities have already started. Tom Cruise uh, was the VIP. Oh, guest. yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? Uh, uh, when, uh, it, it, so ITV show that horse thing that she went to. And it was the, oh, big, yeah, the, big, the, the first show. big event yeah. uh, of the Platinum Jubilee celebrations. Oh, was it? And I pl- didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, and Tom Cruise turns it into a fucking publicity plug for Top yeah, yeah. Gun Maverick. Yeah. Uh, so well, good on him. But um, I'm not uh, a big, I'm not a fan of uh, Top Gun, but I don't mind Tom Cruise I, actually. I think that I think Matt, Top Gun Maverick looks like it might be good. But uh, are we having a street party for the Platinum? Well, Jubilee do you know the people that live in my square are having a street party well, in the square. Fucking set fire to their bunting. But you know, stupid cunts. I'll be working, so I don't I think I'll be able to join. I fucking hate that shit. That four lock touching Let's bullshit. Have a street party. Ooh, it's a royal well, presumably, family. Presumably in your in your rather exclusive little fucking uh, private road, you won't be having anything like <laughs> no, that. Because they won't be having one every there. cunt that lives there is either fucking Russian or too fucking... Oh, Moldo- uh, my my you know. next door name is Moldova. Yeah, there you go. She's very worried about yeah. her mother. <laughs> <laughs> Russia's about to fucking invade. She said, what do you think? I said, she shouldn't be fucking worried. Yeah, better join fucking NATO, I can't motherfucker. Get I can't get her out. She's 84. I said, well, I should, you're mistaking me for anyone who gives a fuck. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, once you've reached 84... Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. She's had a good innings. Don't worry about it. Look on the bright side. Yeah. They're not going to come after She'll her, She'll get a missile way, up her ass. She won't know the fucking difference. Yeah, exactly. Moldovan cocktail. Thanks very much indeed. <laughs> you know, the bottom line, though, is that, you know, I'm not against the Queen. I'm happy that the Queen is going to reach the Platinum Jubilee. We should be very proud of her. But there's an awful lot of people now talking, and Peter Blexit was one of them the uh-huh. other night with us. Get rid of the fucking monarchy after she's gone. Yeah. You know? I mean, I this bet, is probably I, a my... subject for another day. My feeling about the monarchy is I'm completely indifferent to them, but I rather 
enjoy the soap opera. You know, which I've is quite an interesting um, sort of you know juxtaposition because they're also completely different to you. Yeah, but they don't know. That's on account they don't know who I am. I think they do. Uh, you, you've met the queen. Yeah, you I know, have met the queen. You've yeah, told that story. Yeah, she, she, you know, she, I she dines met. out on that. Yeah. met me. See yeah. that Kevin O'Sullivan? What a wag! Yeah, he kept me busy yeah. for nearly an hour. My husband was most upset. But I, I you know, I, I, I'm not. I, I don't care whether they're or not. Really, uh, I, you know, I I sort of quite. I mean, the Queen, I mean, you know, she's had a long reign and I suppose uh, she's been a modicum of uh, good behaviour and uh, duty, uh, but she's the shittest mother who ever lived. That's true. There so is all that. of her kids are absolute <laughs> cunts. <laughs> Can you imagine the scene, though, backstage at the balcony, do where they're all going, should we come out? No! Yeah. Fucking stay where you are, yeah. you fucking stupid <laughs> paedophile cunt. <laughs> Sorry, nothing personal. Be funny, you know. No, hello, Granny. Can I come out? No, fucking stay there, you bastards. They, Get behind the fucking curtain. They said about How like about a, me? Like a cockney. How yeah. about me, uh, Granny? Yeah. Granny, can I come out? No, fucking stay with you. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, I mean, it's a nightmare, isn't it? I don't want that ginger cunt out, all right? <laughs> you fucking keep them back. All that fucking American cunt wife of his. And that fucking pedo kid of mine. He yeah. can fuck right off. Tell Andy to go fuck himself. The Queen of Albert Square. <laughs> fucking bollocks to the lot of you. Fuck I'm, off. I'm fucking here on my own. My right. Fucking poor dead husband. He's not here. He can't fucking yeah, be here. Yeah, he's fucking brown bread. That right, let's fucking, get out of there. Let's wave to them cunts yeah, out there. That big eared cunt. Stupid fuckers. That big eared cunt who thinks he's taking over. He's yeah. fucking finished fucking, it all. And that way, fucking wizened old cunt he married after he fucking ditched that other bird. Fuck that yeah. shit. By the way, fucking Prince Charles doing the Queen's speech. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. What's you see his hands? He's got hands like yeah, fucking hands sausages. Like fucking sausages. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with him? Why can't he speak properly? <laughs> Fucking yeah. stupid big I'm really pleased. Tosser. Yeah. Dear Prince He's Charles. A tosser, isn't dear he? Prince Charles, I'm really pleased that you've managed to prepare so well for something that you've been waiting for yeah. for sixty fucking years. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah, it wrong. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, what you was know, wrong with is it, does he have trouble reading? Yes. Is that the problem? He, well, I think he has trouble seeing. I mean, he's well. the least qualified person ever to get into Cambridge University. I mean, he did give up Diana for Camilla, so I'm not sure his sight's all that fucking good, <laughs> to be honest. You know, I mean, unless he's doing it from behind, but that's another story. Anyway. I want a fucking, I want an image <laughs> to finish on. <laughs> Excuse me while I... <laughs> Fuck's sake. I actually met a woman once on the train, right? Now, this is not, where are we going with this? This is not one of those stories, right? She was first class. And for some reason... She started talking to me about Camilla and Charles and Diana. It was in the midst of all of the right, shit that was right, going on, right, right? right? And she actually said to me, and I couldn't work out whether this was a come online or not, but she said to me, um, the thing is, when you're stoking the fire, you're not looking at the coals. Oh, yeah, that's it. It's not looking at the mantelpiece, isn't it? Well, well, she said the coals. No, no, you said. Well, stoked. that's what she said. I know what she well, fucking said Well, she got the fucking me. phrase wrong. Well, I'm sorry. You should, there's no point in telling this story. Why? Because she, if she didn't get the <laughs> phrase right, it doesn't fucking work. Right, how long she was, was, quite, she was, how quite long was the train journey? This was on the platform before we got on the train. Well, and then did you both get on the train together? I can't remember. Because I didn't, you, all I can tell of, you... By, the end, tell by you, the end of the fucking train journey, no doubt she was pregnant. All I can tell you is... That Another I one of your fucking kids. I do all I'm saying. <laughs> All I'm saying is <laughs> millions of them out no, there. No, I didn't fuck it. It's a fucking population explosion. I was just quite surprised yeah. that she would say something yeah. to somebody, a stranger, about you know, the whole idea of poking the fucking fire, which is, you know, about shagging. Yeah, it is a strange thing to say. It's, 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 a strange thing to say. it's not a, a very feminist thing to say. I don't think you she was a feminist. You don't look at the mantelpiece when you're stoking the fire. Yeah, maybe she did say that. I can't remember now. Well, that, that's the phrase. I've got another one for you. Okay. Um, how about this one, right? Yeah. Uh, the guy goes to the doctor and... Um, yeah. Uh, the doctor said, well, I've got some good news and some bad news. He said, we've been <laughs> investigating what's wrong with you. And he said, oh, well, what do you want to hear first? And the guy goes, 
well, I suppose I'd better hear the bad news okay. first, you know. And he said, well, the bad news is you know, you've got stomach cancer, I'm afraid, and uh, you've only got about seven weeks to live. He said, oh, Christ. He said, what's the good news? He said, well, the good news is, you see that bird out front, the receptionist with the big tits? He said, I'm fucking her. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, I, I think it's time to thank our executive producers um, because we've got a lot of them now. Um, and we can just collectively call them a collection yeah, they're, they're all cunts. of absolute twats and fucking wankers. The executive producers are as follows. Jason Steele, Leonie Thomas, Robbie Lunnan, Matt Clark, Jennifer Lineberger. She gets a special uh, the, treat. The American whore. John O'Brien, Emma Lou, George Mailing, Tom O'Donnell, Emil Watters, Robbie Lunnan, Jenny 29. There, you know 29 fucks a night and she blows even more. Dean McCarthy, Martin Gundry, John O'Brien, Tom O'Donnell, Gareth Hughes, Daniel Jones, John Priest, William Barrow, Mark Buckley. Do you want to do the last guy? Uh, Suitable choices? Uh, yeah. Also, we'd like to mention Dave Johnson, a Thought Police fan, but also the boss of Suitable Choices. Suitable Choices is an independent mortgage brokerage which covers the whole of the UK, although the company is based in sunny Kent, just outside Margate. His tagline is straight talking, no bullshit advice. A man after our own hearts. His web address is www.suitablechoices.com. Dot UK. Uh, and uh, I've also got a note saying we've got a live stream at uh, the Half Moon Show yes. from on the 27th of May. Coming out on the Friday, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. right. So go and get it. Uh, you just go onto our Twitter page, at the Thought Police TP, uh, and you'll see it there. Uh, we will be back next week, meanwhile, with more news, views, and uh, incredibly offensive material. Uh, this is the Thought Police. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.